and welcome back to the Pass It to Patrick podcast, where we discuss sports news. Great to be back talking with you guys this uh, this week. Uh, last week, didn't have a show. Took a week off. Watched the Super Bowl. Great game. The Rams came out on top. Very close to my prediction. I predicted the Rams to come out on top. You know, thinking about it, the NBA is in full swing right now. Because the NFL has started to wind down, even though there's still some uh, some drama. We'll get into it. We'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, my thoughts on the whole Aaron Rodgers situation and where I see uh, that ending up. Uh, big news in the NBA. The you know NBA released the top 70-some 70, 70 players in the league. Michael Jordan and LeBron, right up there. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And what I think the sports media is doing and just kind of how uh, stupid it is, the whole debate. We're going to get into that. A uh, gr- lot of stories to, to talk about. You know, the, the quarterback, where certain quarterbacks are going to end up, where Jimmy G is going to end up. The Super Bowl was awesome. Everyone was having the debate. Last week was Aaron Donald, the greatest defensive player. I never saw uh, Lawrence Taylor play LT. But, you know, Aaron Donald, physical presence, he came up clutch. He did. There's nothing you can really take away from Aaron Donald. Definitely one of the top defensive players uh, that I've ever seen. But, you know, now that football is kind of in the past, you know, rearview mirror, even though the NFL doesn't really slow down, we have the NFL Combine coming up. A lot of great young prospects going to be trying to show NFL teams what they're made of, what they, uh, you know, the leadership skills that they have. Hopefully, showing some teams that the NFL never slows down. Then we got free agency, schedule release, the dates games are going to be played. And then just like that, we got the draft, and then we're back at it with uh, <laughs> with the NFL season. But I want to start out with this today. I want to start out with this story. I found this story uh, very interesting because the NBA trade deadline, there were moves that happened. There were moves. The All-Star game was great. The Ben Simmons-James Harden trade is where I want to start. Who I think won that trade. Okay. Easily, there have been there have been back and forth conversations on ESPN and Fox about who won the trade. Was it the 76ers? Was it Brooklyn Nets? Who was it exactly? I'm going to roll the dice here, and I'm going to say it was Brooklyn. Easily. Easily. And I'll give you some reasons why. What have we seen from James Harden? We have seen a player, because everyone wants to criticize Ben Simmons. What we've seen with James Harden is a player, I believe, who hit who's hit his peak. I think he's hit his ceiling, everyone. I think he has too. Like, definitely hit his ceiling. He has reached that point where he's been MVP. He's had his opportunities to win. I don't see the 76ers making a deep run in the, for the finals. I just don't. Now, granted, Joel Embiid, he has a great teammate. I'm sure they're going to run the pick and roll. Uh, Joel Embiid needs the ball in his hands, though. What's going to happen when James Hort, or excuse me, James Harden brings that ball up, and James is like, "I'm going to, I'm going to take the shot." This is me. Now, we we know one of his biggest criticisms of the Brooklyn Nets was it was just him. It was rumored that he was upset that he came there to be part of a super team, and all of a sudden the drama with Kyrie Irving that wasn't working out. You know, not being vaccinated, not being able to play in Brooklyn, uh, home games. And then we see the KD injury. 
we've seen a lot here transpire when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets and James Harden. But I believe he's hit his ceiling. You know, the guy's won a couple MVPs. He's been on the Rockets, a really good, some really good teams on the Rockets. Uh, he's been with Clint Capella. Everyone wants to forget he had a really solid team with Chris Paul and Clint Capella, and he couldn't get it done. So what makes everyone think, now that the 76ers pretty much gave up most of their depth for him, what makes them think that he's going to come back and be this all-star player and take them into the deep run in the finals? It's just not going to happen. In my opinion, the Brooklyn Nets won this trade. They got DeAndre Jordan, Seth Curry, some pi a pick or two, I think, and uh, Ben Simmons, I think is another piece too. All in all, those pieces right there, that's depth. They needed depth. And now I get it. Everyone wants to say that Ben Simmons, now the, the, the Brooklyn Nets, they, they lost that trade because Ben Simmons, the guy has uh, mental issues when it comes to shooting the ball. He can't, he can't clutch up. He's in his head. He's got the yips. Uh, he's just, you know, he, he's done. I've never once agreed with that take. Here's the deal. What have we known about Ben Simmons? One, he can't shoot the ball. When it comes to three-pointers, you know, he, he just doesn't do it. That's okay. It's okay. Jack didn't do it. All right? A lot of players that didn't do it, but they were dominant in, it in other ways. This has always been my biggest criticism of what the sports media world does. They will pick at Ben Simmons because he doesn't shoot the ball great. Because he just, he, he doesn't. Well, he needs, to, he needs to step up. He needs to be more mentally tough and shoot the ball. Uh, I, I will remind everyone, even though KD is one of the greatest scorers I have ever seen, that guy has had more run-ins with people on social media, burner accounts. I mean, the, the perception is, and you know, no, you know, I don't know KD, the perception is when it comes to Kevin Durant, he's easily offended, highly offended uh, over certain things. You could poke at that when it comes to KD. Even though he's one of the greatest scorers, and I'll never, you know, never do that because he shows up on the court, and that's what matters. But I believe this trade was so healthy for Ben Simmons because everyone wants to credit, everyone wants to say that, uh, you know, criticize Ben Simmons and say he's not, you know, mentally there, but with being tough, I mean, you know, mentally tough when it comes to those situations where you got to really clutch up. But Philly is a tough place to play. I'll remind everyone of that. It's a tough place to play. Those fans, they're brutal. And I'm sorry, when you have Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers and they're coming into the, the you know, post-game press conference and they're saying, that's where we lost the game where, you know, couldn't get that dunk, uh, couldn't make those free throws. <laughs> they threw him under the bus. And then the 76ers come back in the offseason and be like, why are you not playing? Well, what's going on, Ben? Seriously, you don't want to play? Seriously, that's so unprofessional. No, what was unprofessional was you throwing him under the bus and the teammates afterwards because you couldn't keep your emotions in check when you lost. That's just it. Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid couldn't keep their emotions in check and realize and just say, we as a team couldn't get it done. We as a team. And even when they ask Doc Rivers, do you feel like you can win a championship with Ben Simmons as your point guard? What do you say? I'm not going to answer that right now. No. If you really wanted him to play and you really wanted it to make it work, you would have just said, 
Of course. All-star talent. Defensive player. It's not on Ben Simmons. It's on all of us. But you didn't. You didn't because you didn't want that. You didn't want that criticism on you. It was easy to pass the blame on to Ben Simmons. So, all in all, I think Ben Simmons, best thing for him. Happy for him. He's going to go there. Uh, I think they're going to win. I think Ben Simmons is going to have a new life in him. Uh, he shut Trey Young down in those NBA playoffs last season. Uh, everyone forgets that, too. He's one of the best defensive players. When he turns it up, he turns it up. Okay, yeah, he's not, you know, he's he's not LeBron James. Everyone loved to put that on him. And everyone said he was LeBron James. Who even said that? That was a terrible take to say he's the next, next LeBron James. Terrible take. Just bad. He's not. There's only one LeBron James. There's only one Jordan. There's only one Steph. There's only one of these guys. People are so desperate for there to be another LeBron James. The pressure they're putting on these people. It's just not there. It's just not there, man. <laughs> all in all, the Brooklyn Nets, I believe 100% they won this trade. If uh, the law that says, um, you know, unvaccinated players can't play home games in, in uh, Brooklyn, if that gets, you know, rebuted and that that gets taken away and they don't have to deal with that anymore which i think the big rumor is they won't have to so um if that happens kyrie irving's gonna get to play kevin durant comes back from that injury and you got ben simmons and uh, seth curry and deandre jordan who have been playing great this year that team stacked again they won that trade all they had to give up was james harden james harden's hit his ceiling everyone I don't know what you're going to expect from James Harden. He's going to disappear in the playoffs just like he always has. It's like last uh, last last season with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. I said Dallas Cowboys will do Dallas Cowboy things. Gave him praise early on in the season, but I never once left that stance. I never once was like the media uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. This is their year. They look just like the 90s. They're back. Nah, don't put don't put your faith in that. Just look at the proven facts. Look at what history has shown you. James Harden doesn't show up. And yeah, Ben Simmons did not have a great playoff series. All right? It, it, it wasn't in the cards. He, he couldn't, they couldn't get it done. He couldn't get it done. So I'm not saying that Ben Simmons, you know, was, was better in the playoffs. But here's the deal. He's younger. James Harden's older. James Harden should have taken that leap by now. We still got five years or more where we were... Ben Simmons can take that leap. So I just love how everyone's overreacting and throwing Ben Simmons under the bus. Just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. That uh, that trade was definitely won by the Brooklyn Nets, and I love that move. I wasn't a fan of the Nets when they had uh, Harden. I thought that was a weird... Everyone was putting them up on a pedestal. It's going to be the greatest offense we've ever seen. Only one guy can shoot the ball. Okay. Only one guy can shoot the ball. It works out so much better for the Nets because now you don't have this ball-dominant guy who thinks he's going to make every three-point shot. You got Kyrie Irving, you got Seth Curry, you got KD. Ben Simmons, bring that ball up. One of the best passers in the league, play defense. That's all we need from you. Tack the rim occasionally. Maybe get over the free throw thing. Because I, I do believe he's put in some work with his free throws. But I just find it hysterical. Um that ESPN and a lot of these talk shows are just throwing Ben Simmons under the bus and just saying uh, James Harden's, you know, the best player. Like, James Harden hasn't shown me anything in the last few years. I don't know what... 
Anyway, so that that's my take on that. Uh, you can disagree with me if you want, but you know the NBA is a is a great place, great for stars, big brands. You can build a big brand. MJ built a big brand. LeBron's built a big brand. Um, here's the deal, because they released the top seventy some players. The NBA did. And they got Michael Jordan 1 and LeBron 2. So what has this done? This has started up the GOAT debate again. And everyone knows my thoughts on the GOAT debate. It is pointless. Why would you have this debate? It is just filler on these uh, sports talk shows. That's all it is. Just filler. I'm going to break it down for you. When it comes to the NBA, (laughs) it's a little more complicated than it is in the NFL. Okay, Super Bowls, the, the the amount that's put on a Super Bowl as a team makes winning the Super Bowl and you being the GOAT, you know, very close together. They're, they're very close. Tom Brady is the GOAT in football. I can say that. Because even though he's had great teams, he has shown up in clutch situations. He has won. He has brought these teams back. You know, Super Bowl against the Falcons. What he did was incredible. Granted, he had an offense and Bill Belichick. But Tom Brady did what the goat does and then he's won seven rings so when it comes to the nfl i believe 100 if you want to be the goat you have to have the rings too to show it you just have to so tom brady's i think the greatest winner greatest passer not not overly athletic but come on he's won he's won games he's played the quarterback position so it's a little bit easier to wrap your mind around who's the goat in the nfl to me i i can just say that when it comes to the NBA, is a roller coaster. I I can't say for certain who the goat is, and honestly, I don't want to say who the goat is. <laughs> I just don't. To to me, it doesn't make any sense. Because, in my mind, you shouldn't you shouldn't put these guys all in the same category because their games are so different. And there's so many levels to it on what makes the GOAT. I I find it hysterical that everyone brings up their own point and they have their own uh, criteria for what the GOAT is. And then they use that to argue (laughs) with another person who's got their own set of criteria. You see, it just just doesn't work. They're never going to see eye to eye, so it's a pointless debate. I'm going to explain to you uh, a few ways people love to do this. They love to do it with the ring debate. But here's the deal. Jordan's got six rings. Jordan, he, you know, he's got more than LeBron. LeBron, you know, he's only got four. So how can you say he's the GOAT? All right. Fine, you want to go the ring debate? Bill Russell's got the most rings. (laughs) So there, that, boom, that's destroyed. So if we're going by the ring debate, Bill Russell's the, the GOAT. Then Sam Jones is, because he's got 10. (laughs) And then a guy named Tom, Tom Hennison, John Hevlick. KC Jones and Satch Snyders, they have eight rings. Okay, right there. Those guys. So they're better than than Jordan and LeBron. So you're going to go off that? Please. You would go off the ring debate. So that right there, that's nullified. That's not even in the same realm of discussing the GOAT. That's stupid. Well, he's the most clutch player. LeBron's hit clutch shots, you know, uh, every guy's hit clutch shots, 
So what's that debate? Different situations. Well, Michael, Michael did it alone. No, he didn't. He couldn't get by the bad boy Pistons, right? He got Scotty, and then he started winning. Um, he had he had a team, right? Well, you know that. Then then I love the one, the different eras that they've played. You know, the, the it was tougher. It was tougher back in that day. Okay, well, it was a different era when Bill Russell played, and he won. So the the whole debate is just pointless. The league has changed over time, just like the NFL has. So does that mean even though Tom Brady's won seven rings, we're going to go back and say Joe Montana because it was a tougher era? He's the most talented and he's the GOAT? No, Tom Brady passed him. He just did. No, I don't think LeBron passed MJ, but I don't think I don't I don't necessarily think MJ passed other guys. Like, what is the debate here? We're just totally taking out Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. We're, we're totally pulling out uh, Kobe. Kobe gets disrespected. Um, what makes the goat in the NBA? Personally, I don't understand it. That's why I don't break it down. I go by position. If I'm breaking down a greatest uh, players by position. It goes Magic Johnson, point guard, shooting guard, Michael Jordan, small forward, LeBron James, power forward. One of the best power forwards I've seen is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And my center. My center would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, Bill Russell, you can substitute him in there. You know, substitutes with, with you know, Kareem or Giannis. You know, put him wherever. But those are it. Will Chamberlain, too. See, what I'm saying is the the whole debate, even making up that, people still say, well, who's your number one? It doesn't matter. Look, the NBA is different because there's so many things that make it more iconic. Jordan, Jordan inspired a lot of today's players, but Jordan was inspired. It, it, you can't just say it's between LeBron and Michael. And then you bring up other guys. Well, they're my number three. <laughs> it's just a pointless debate to me. In my mind, there's no goat. There's no goat. It's a weird take, but there's no goat. There's no greatest of all time. They've all done things in their careers that have been amazing. They've built brands in the NBA. I believe one of the greatest brands built is Michael Jordan. I do. One of the greatest likable guys is LeBron James. <laughs> one of the greatest three-point shooters that's not even arguable that's Steph Curry and Larry Bird's up there too Ray Allen was great see you could just go on and on and on and I think that's why a lot of NBA players roll their eyes at it Michael Jordan and, and uh, LeBron James hugged you know talked was laughing at the you know where they gave everyone the jackets for the 70 some top players and that's what started the whole goat debate again who was the greatest I think if you ask those guys, they roll their eyes at it. I really do, because you can't have that debate. It just doesn't make any sense. And everyone loves to do it because it gets ratings, but in my mind, it's just stupid. Just stupid. Doesn't make any sense. A lot of great players in the NBA. Very different than the NFL. I love when they try to compare the NFL and the NBA. I just find it hysterical. Because they're totally different. That's like trying that's like trying to say soccer and major league baseball are the same sport. Not even in the realm of the same sport. So that's my uh it's kind of my 
you know, position on that. But all in all, NBA is very exciting. We're heating up. Uh, will the Lakers figure it out with Russell Westbrook? I don't know if they'll figure it out. Who knows? They didn't make a trade. Is LeBron going to stay with the Lakers? Because apparently he's taking shots at Rob Palinka. Yeah, I do believe there is some dissatisfaction with the Lakers on LeBron's side. You know, not making a, a move. But this is also a little bit on LeBron. If reports are true, if he did want Westbrook, and a little bit of this is on LeBron. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens there in L.A. But all in all, great season. Can't wait to see the NBA playoffs, finals, you know, offseason, what moves happen. So I want to get into this a little bit. Kind of, we're getting near the end of the podcast. Aaron Rodgers. I love the drama with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I love that he gets the whole sports world uh, talking about him when there's actually no news about him. So Aaron Rodgers, I believe, is one of the greatest manipulators of the sports uh, media. He is. He goes on the Pat McAfee show every now and then. He talks about being grateful. Do you know the biggest news that's been talked about on ESPN and Fox and sports uh, media outlets? You know that's been his cleansing, right? His 12-day cleansing. That's what they've talked about, you know? Well, he just got off a 12-day cleanse, and he posted something that says he's grateful for all the time he's had there in Green Bay. And that's not sports news. Right now, you're seeing him manipulate the sports world. He's like uh, he's like one of those uh, people who, uh, when they know someone likes them, they keep them on the line. You know? Kind of like, oh, yeah. They like me. Okay. I can just kind of, you know, leave little breadcrumbs be like, yeah, I like you too. Be very vague. Manipulate the situation. Aaron is doing that with the sports media world. He knows everyone wants to know where he's going to go. Is he going to end up in Denver? Is he going to go, you know, further to Tampa? Is he going to go to San Francisco? Everyone's speculating. They're speculating. I don't care. I really don't care. This is the whole James Harden thing. What has Aaron Rodgers done? Has Aaron Rodgers won a won in a Super Bowl in eleven or twelve years? No, not at all. Not even, not even. You know, he's gotten so close, but he does just doesn't you know clutch up. Matt Lafleur took the ball out of his hands. That's why you know he isn't in the Super Bowl. No, he isn't in the Super Bowl because he was given three chances and he didn't take a hit and dive for the end zone. Watch that game. He's not in the Super Bowl because he couldn't put up 14 points against Jimmy G in cold weather at home with the 49ers coming in and you have home field advantage. You got to put up 14 points. You got to. You got to clutch up. Um, I just find it hysterical that the sports media world is like on this hook with Aaron Rodgers. And even I'm talking about him right now. Because he wants everyone to talk about him. He wants that speculation. He leaves hints. He knows what he's doing. Aaron Rodgers is not dumb. He's not a dumb guy. He knows exactly what he's doing. Now, where do I think he's the best fit? Um, honestly, nowhere. I don't believe he's going to get back to another Super Bowl. I just don't. You go to the AFC, AFC West especially, uh, he's got to know the competition there is... <laughs> It, 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 it's not great. The NFC is his best place to stay. 
You know, he he does a cryptic tweet being grateful for all the guys there, calling them icing on the cake, all the players he's played with. You know, what a great team. Um, thank you for everything. And then people speculate with that. Then he goes on the Pat McAfee show and says that him and the Packers brass, they've had conversations, very honest. The relationship's a lot better than it's been in the past. It It's just all very murky. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. Talks about his cleansing, you know. Just, he's keeping everyone on the line because he knows everyone wants to know where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's not getting back to the Super Bowl. Everyone, you know, a couple years ago when this was happening, it's like a year ago after he, you know, won MVP, everyone was like, see, this is why you should never draft Jordan Love because, you know, Aaron is the elite quarterback. He's going to get you where you need to go. No, he's not. I don't blame the Packers for drafting Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers was old was older. <laughs> what do you want them to do? Do you want them to, you know, sit by and not take a quarterback and have one of these teams, you know, that stick with an older quarterback and now they're in a tough position where they need a rookie to either be amazing or they got to go after a veteran? No. The Packers, they were all all they were trying to do was prepare for the future. You know? And everyone was like, well, they need to just take a receiver. A rookie receiver is going to make the difference for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers trusts one receiver in Green Bay, and that one receiver is Devontae Adams. So, you know, it's been reported today the Packers are they have $14 million in cap. They've cleared that space up, but that doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want money. He's got plenty of money. I don't know. They don't know what Aaron Rodgers wants. Um, the media doesn't know what Aaron Rodgers wants. And frankly, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers knows what he wants. All right. And I honestly, I'm kind of just sick of all the Aaron Rodgers drama. I just am. It'll be, it'll be, it will be interesting to see if he goes to Denver, if what, what kind of team they could put around him and what kind of trade package they would have to give up for him. Now, do I believe he's going to do that? No, I think he will stay with Green Bay one more year. I've said in the past, I thought after this season he'd be gone, but he can finish out his contract and he can just choose where to go. And I think that's a little more tempting for Aaron than to work out some trade uh, because wherever you go, you got to give up picks and players wherever you're going to get traded to. So the Packers got to like get something in return for him. And it may be not great for the Packers what they get in return because of all the drama that he's kind of put out there. It just they may not get a trade package where they feel that they're getting the most value uh, for giving up Aaron Rodgers because they are still in the NFC championship game all these years and ratings, jersey sales, tickets, that all matters to the Packers, even if they don't make it to the Super Bowl. That that matters. All in all, it'd be very interesting to see. Uh, now, there's there's been speculation as Tom Brady coming back. Just touching on that here for the last few minutes. He's not coming back. You know, maybe not this year. Um, if he came back, it would be next year, not next season. Uh, playing at 46 for the San Francisco 49ers. I believe that's the only team he will come back in the league for to play for. There's reports that the the Bruce Arians and Tom Brady had a strained relationship, that it wasn't working anymore. I don't know if I buy into those reports. Aaron uh, Bruce Arians came out and denied that, said those were false. Uh, but Tom Brady... 
I, I love that he's so cryptic about what he's doing too. <laughs> I I knew it would be hard for Tom Brady to walk away from the sport of football. It just was going to be hard for him. I think it's hard for anybody. Anybody when he you're playing at that level. When you're playing at that level to walk away. It's hard. Tom Brady's at the top of his game. Now, there were other reasons that he left the family. I get all that. Uh, I think he's going to make a comeback next season. Not this coming season, but the next season after. I think he's going to take year away out all his options because technically the Buccaneers still own all his rights. So they would have to work out a trade. A lot of interesting moves to see. And what's going to happen in the NBA and NFL? And, you know, can't wait to see it. My Washington Commanders, what are they doing at quarterback? Honestly. Uh, the the uh, Taylor Heineke. That's our guy. That's our guy, apparently. I mean, Ron Rivera has said he's going to pull out all the stops. You know, we got to get a QB. I don't know if Washington, the commanders, are going to get the best quarterback. I think they're going to have to make a trade for a subpar quarterback, whether that's Jameis Winston, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater. I think we're going to be stuck in that position for, for this year, sadly. And as a commanders fan, it makes me sick. Hey, at least we got a new name, though. At least we got a new name name and I, it's grown on me it's grown on me i'm gonna get a jersey i'm gonna order some merch gonna be a good season we finally got an identity don't understand those people that don't like it but hey all right everyone it's been a it's been great talking to you guys glad to be back took a week off catch the podcast next week uh subscribe hit that like button uh, follow me on all my social media platforms instagram twitter facebook uh, this has been Pass It to Patrick, and catch you guys next week.